0: Welcome to the Faithfully Free Podcast. I'm Katie Bailey. I'm a wife, mom, licensed professional counselor, and I'm passionate about seeing women flourish in their relationships. In this podcast, we will focus on how, as a woman after God's own heart, you can learn to live faithfully free, despite any toxic people you may encounter. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 15 of the Faithfully Free Podcast. You guys might have noticed that this episode is two weeks after our last one, and that is because I was on vacation last week, so I had every intention of recording a new episode before I left town, and you guys, it just didn't happen. So I appreciate your grace for me in that. Um, As always, my goal is to bring you a new episode every week, and we will continue to strive for that, Um, but you know, it's a lesson in extending grace to myself, and I appreciate you guys understanding that as well. So let's jump into today. Today's episode, we're talking about boundaries during COVID-19. Now, if you're like me, you're probably sick of talking about COVID-19. <laughs> I know, I, I really am. I really am. I don't even, I only listen to so much news anymore. Um, but it's not going anywhere. This is the reality that we live in. And for pretty much all of us, our fall schedules are going to look different than what we thought they would. Um, certainly different from last year, and it might not be what you wanted, right? Um, So because our situation has changed, our boundaries most likely are going to have to change too. And we want to set up the best boundaries for us, for our families, um, to set us up for success, to have the best possible fall that we can. And so we need a framework to think through that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You guys, what we are all being asked to do is really more than humanly possible. So I just found out a little bit ago that my kids are going to start the school year all virtual. I know that many of you guys are in the same boat. Now, this is really important. Today's episode is not about if online school is the right or wrong choice. We are not here to debate that. For a lot of us, that's already been decided and we can't change it. Today's episode is what do we do with it now and what limits and boundaries and guidelines do we set up for ourselves in order to have the most successful fall that we possibly can. Many of us are working from home or we have a spouse working from home or we're both working from home. Some kind of situation that's not typical, right? Um, It could be maybe you've also lost a job, you've lost income. Um, No matter what you have going on, the chances are what you think of normal has been altered big time. So what does this mean for our emotional health? It means boundaries. It means different boundaries, adjustable boundaries. One thing that is super important to know about all boundaries is they have to be flexible. So we need to be able to bend and adjust and shift our boundaries when necessary. And this is a great example of when we need to do that. So we need to figure out to how do we think through everything that's going on so I know where to set those new limits, right? After today's episode, I want you to have a framework that will help you think through that. Think through the next, three months, the next the next few months, rather. What is on your plate? What is, you know, a priority for you? And decide what you need to focus on and what you need to let go of. Being proactive about what you will and won't do what you can say no or yes to, to think through these things now is going to help you thrive more in this challenging season. So it's it's being a planner, which maybe some of you don't think you naturally are more of a planner, but we wanna think ahead in terms of what, how do I need to structure my time so that I do the best job at the things that matter the most? That's the goal. So how do we set, needed boundaries during this pandemic the very first question to ask yourself is what are your priorities this question is important always but it's even more so now in 2020. so let me start just by being clear of course making enough money to pay the bills is very important so if you're in the hard place of not being able to pay the rent or the mortgage not being able to feed your family your priorities are going to look different than someone else's right And we need to give each other the grace and the space to make different choices because none of our situations are exactly the same and we're all going to need to make different choices and that's okay. If your family is in that situation, you've got to do what you got to do to provide for your family, right? But you do still have choices. Do you want to do a third shift job? That would mean working overnight. Can your body handle that? Would that impact your family life too much if you were gone overnight? There is no one right answer to these questions because everybody's priorities and limits are gonna be different. So maybe you're not worried about making ends meet right now, which is a blessing, right? But maybe you are working from home or your spouse is home working. Think about some really practical things. Where do people sit to do their work? Will you share space? Can one spouse interrupt the other spouse if needed? Or are, is that other spouse on calls that just can't be interrupted? These are important questions that you guys need to talk about and come to an agreement on before we get into the school schedule and all of those things, right? We were all thrown into this in the spring and we didn't have the chance to sort of think through what this would look like. But now for the fall, um, we've, we've had more time and we can make sh- we can make decisions and make changes and shifts to make this work better. And that might sound silly, like, what do you mean, where do people sit in my house? But the reality is those small kind of decisions actually make a big impact. And talking about it with the people that live in your house also makes a big impact because everyone then knows what to expect. We're not getting angry with one another for for things that haven't been said out loud, right? We can't assume the people in our house know what we need if we haven't told them. And we can't assume similarly that we're helping the other people in our house unless we know what they need as well communication is always really important so here's an example in our house nate and i have always had a rule that there'll be no screens in our kids rooms that's a priority that's our value however with everything going on we have to be flexible When we realized um, what online school, with synchronous learning, you know, when they're learning in real time, watching the teacher actually, I don't know if she'll be in her classroom or not, but when they're actually teaching, when we thought about what that would look like with three kids, we have a sixth grader, a third grader, and and a first grader. We can't have all of them downstairs. It's open, right? It would be disruptive, and all three of them would be negatively impacted, and For Nate or I, whoever was working that day, we would also be impacted as well. So we were flexible and Nate and I changed our boundary. This fall, our older two can have a screen in their room to do their school, but our youngest, our first grader, he's gonna sit at the kitchen island so that we will be able to help him more easily. We have more access to him. We prioritized our kids being able to learn well over the rule of no screens in their room. This improves all of our lives. And our well-being, because the kids are going to learn more easily. They won't be as distracted, right, having their brother or sister sitting next to them. And there'll be less bickering and fighting during the day, and that's always a win. You know, no one's going to be like, turn your volume down. Or I remember in the spring a lot, they'd have to record answers to things, and somebody would be calling out, I'm recording, and everybody else would have to whisper while that person recorded whatever their response was for their assignment. We don't have to worry about any of that now as we have readjusted. You will inevitably be faced with choices this year that you do not like, okay? Do you pay for childcare when one of you stays home? Do you homeschool or follow your district's plan? When you're making these decisions, decide what matters most to your family and then try to make choices that align with that value and priority. That can be hard and again, Don't judge other people because we're all in different situations and we all need different things and we're all going to make different choices and that's okay. All right. So our first question to help us think through where do we need to set boundaries or be flexible with our boundaries is what are our priorities? Our second question is what can you say no to at this time? We need to accept that we don't have to be superwoman. You're not going to be awesome at everything. This is true all the time, but... I feel it even more now myself, and I'm imagining you guys do too. We have to have realistic expectations, okay? You guys, all of us have plates that are overflowing. I mean, it's more than like your Thanksgiving plate, where it's like I have all this food at one time. There's literally things are falling off, right? Let me be clear. You are not a failure. If you don't get anything else out of this episode, I hope that's it. You are not a a failure it is literally impossible to do all the things we are being asked to do right now so what are things you can let go of maybe this isn't the year to talk to tackle that big home project maybe it's not the year you're gonna get the job promotion it could be any number of things but letting go of unrealistic expectations will set you free my friends this is not the year that your kids will necessarily make huge gains academically. They might, and that would be awesome. But they might not. They might just hold steady, and right now, that's more than enough. Now, let's be very clear. I'm not saying we just give up on stuff and don't try. Not that at all. But we do need to be honest about how much we can accomplish. And again, it's about our priorities, and everyone's going to look different. So what can you say no to at this time? What can just and don't even think of it as no forever but just pause what can you pause right now all right our third question is what can you outsource so now we're able to be honest that we don't all have to be superwoman and we can't do all the things so what do you outsource so here's some examples of what I do I order my groceries online and I pick them up curbside I did this before COVID-19 it saves me a lot of time and the extra cost is minimal to give me back the time I would have spent in the store. Part of why I pick them up curbside is because that is cheaper than having them delivered. Um, And, you know, it still saves me a ton of time. I'm happy to drive to the store and pick them up, but it takes me over an hour by the time I go in and do all of the shopping. So that's something that I outsource in a sense. Another thing we do is we pay a college kid in our neighborhood to mow our lawn. This saves Nate hours on the weekends, which he can then spend with us. And that's one of our priorities is family time. So this expense makes sense for us because it then gives us what we prioritize, which is time together. We recently had someone start to clean our house twice a month. Now, this one was really hard for me, and I struggled with this a bit because it seems like a luxury. And really, it is. But with monitoring schoolwork and working at my own counseling practice, I'm just tapped out. And so is Nate. So we decided, at least just for this season in life, we might not do it forever, but for right now, this makes sense for us. We're prioritizing our time and energy here. And not to mention, we help keep someone else employed, which, you know, that feels pretty good too. Now look, I realize that these all, things all cost money, and maybe you're not in a position to do that, and that's okay. Maybe you can do one of those things. Maybe you can find smaller things to help you sort of release the pressure valve on your time. Maybe you trade off with neighbors to work to everyone's strengths. Your neighbor could cut your grass, but you make an extra serving of dinner to give to to them or whatever. You got to get creative here. We all need help now, and we can't be afraid to ask one another. Which leads us to our fourth question of our framework in deciding how to set boundaries during the pandemic. Do you need to ask for help? This is an important question, and I think it's one that a lot of us struggle with. Really think about that. Do you need to ask for help? God made us to be the body of Christ. We are all better at different things. We have different resources and different skills. Let's use them to best support one another. But here's the thing, you guys. People don't know what you need unless you ask. You need to take the risk of being vulnerable to ask for help when you need it. And if you're in the position to help, to help someone else out, you should offer that. Once our school announced the all-online plan, a friend of mine, who she doesn't work like I do, she offered to help with my kids. She homeschools her kids. And you guys, I felt so loved. I don't know exactly what we'll do or even if we'll take her up on the offer, but just the fact that she said that to me was Fantastic. My friend saw me. She understood that I'm a working mom and that Nate is a working dad. And now we had three kids that were gonna be doing school at home. I felt seen, understood, and loved. We need to try to do that for one another more often. How can we hold on to God's truth right now? That's question number five. And really that's the anchor to the whole thing, right? God is always the anchor. You need to find a scripture that resonates with you. For me, I recently read um, Psalm 6 in my quiet time. I use the She Reads Truth app on my phone. That really helps me be consistent in reading God's word every day. But here is Psalm 6, verse 2, and then part of verse 8 and 9. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am pining away. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are dismayed. Or the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord receives my prayer. Uh, The thing I love about David in all the Psalms is how honest he is about his struggles, his weeping. But you guys, the awesome thing about David is that he's so honest about his experience and then he pivots to remembering who God is. In this verse, he knows that God hears his prayers and that God is paying attention to him. We need to have that same view as David, that no matter what the fall brings, God knows he's here. We need to be honest with him about our struggles as well and trust him to be faithful no matter when or what that might look like. Find a verse like Psalm 6. Maybe it is that. Maybe you find another one that resonates with you. But on those nights where you just want to cry and you're overwhelmed and there's too much to do, I want you to remember that God sees you and God is with you and you can tell God how overwhelmed and stressed and sad you are and then pivot just like David and have faith knowing that God is there and he will be faithful. I hope these questions help you give have that framework to think through what do I need to do to change my perspective on the fall to set good boundaries for myself and my family so that we can really thrive in this challenging season. If you want to learn more about healthy relationships, good boundaries, all those things, please download my free ebook It's called What God Really Says About Toxic Relationships, and I'll have a link for that in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It's not just to, uh, you know, for my own sake, but it really, truly does help other people find the podcast who can benefit from it, and I would really appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at faith.freedom.flourish, and if you want to keep this conversation going, we have a private Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes. And I'll jump on there and answer some questions and do some lives and that kind of thing. Thanks so much for listening today, you guys. And until next time, keep living faithfully free.